This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. This is Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today I am going to be talking a little bit about some verses which support why we should live not lukewarm. So first, I want to begin with the original verse, which is Revelation 3.16. I'm actually going to read uh, 15 and 16. Here is Revelation 3.15-16. I know your works. I know that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And this is the Lord speaking to, we cannot be lukewarm. That's the point, right? And why? Because that is not what God asks of us. He asks us to love him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our being, to be all in. And that really is the point of this episode is talking about being all in. This does not mean for a minute, not even for a second, that there are times when I am not all in. There are many times in my life that I get derailed, I get sidetracked, I get lazy, I get drawn into the things that are not necessary or important, and they take me away from the priorities that I have set for myself and the priorities that God has set for me. But here is the thing that I think about, and I find this verse, the set of verses from Exodus chapter 20, very helpful. Let me just briefly, what are these from? God is giving the 10 commandments. And the first commandment is that we are to have no other gods but him. Exodus chapter 20, verses two to six. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall not have other gods beside me. You shall not make for yourself an idol or a likeness of anything in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters beneath the earth. You shall not bow down before them or serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, inflicting punishment for their ancestors' wickedness on the children of those who hate me, down to the third and fourth generation. Now, this is the verse I want you to hone in on, focus in on this, but showing love down to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. Love down to the thousandth generation of those who keep my commandments. If we are faithful to God, God is faithful to us. But because this was written before Jesus came, we know that there are times when we are not faithful to God and God is still faithful to us. He does not turn from us. We turn from him. But this verse reminds me that when I believe that God is God and that I have no one or thing beside him that comes before him, there will be blessings doesn't mean there won't be trials, but there will be blessings because there will be love from God. And that is how we will stay on track. That is how we can be all in, whether it be in our spiritual life, our relationships with our spouses, our family, our children, our friends, in the work that we pursue, in taking care of our physical bodies and taking care of our spiritual selves, all of that. We can be all in, knowing that when we put God first, 
blessings are going to flow down to the thousandth generation to me is one way, one verse that I can hold on to, to remind myself that if I think I'm all in, God is way more all in. Does that make sense? He is way more, he is all in beyond my wildest imagination, beyond my wildest imagination. We go from Exodus to the last book of the Bible, Revelation, and we see that God is always asking for the same thing. And he's always giving us the same thing. He's giving us his love, his faithfulness, his promises. And when we hold on to them and follow them, he's going to be right there with us. I want to look at something else. How does this translate into our everyday, ordinary life? Well, one way is this, and this comes from the book of the letter, rather, of James chapter 5, verse 12. I would encourage you to pull out your Bible and to look up these verses in your Bible so you can read what comes before and what comes after. But verse 12 says this, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no, that you may not incur condemnation. When I read this, I think to myself, this means that when I say I'm going to do it, I need to do it. Big things, small things. Do what you say you're going to do. If you say that you're going to wake up tomorrow and pray your rosary on your walk, do it. Don't be swayed by the temptation of the day. And again, I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to you. Good intentions, we, we have, there's that saying in, in English, right? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. So is the road to heaven. The road to heaven is paved with the good intentions, not only our intentions, but our actions. And so our actions matter. What we do when we say we're going to do them matters. Actions matter. And so how can we show God that we are all in? And one way that we can show God that we are all in is to let our yes mean yes and our no mean no, so that we do not incur condemnation and that we are always remembering to put him first, like it says in the first commandment. And here's the other thing I think about, and I used to say this verse, maybe not exactly like this, but I would paraphrase it often to my children, to myself. I say this a lot to myself. Yeah, I do talk to myself, not gonna lie, I talk to myself. Uh, This is from Luke chapter 16, verse 10. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. What is it? What are the small matters that you can consistently do to be trustworthy in? And when you learn to be trustworthy in those small matters, you're going to consistently be trustworthy in the great ones. Because honesty or trustworthiness is going to be ingrained in you. It's going to be a habit. It's going to be a virtue. Because that's what we want, isn't it? We want to live lives of great virtue. We don't want to be sitting, wondering, am I doing the right thing? Is this the way to go? Am I really following my plan? If you make a spiritual plan, let's for now just talk about spiritual things. If you make a spiritual plan, this is an example. Every morning you're going to get up. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to read scripture. 
After you read scripture, you're going to get ready for the day. After you get ready for the day, you're going to sit down and you're going to write a list of five things you are grateful for. Whatever it is, make a plan. Make a plan of small significant steps that you can take in your spiritual life. Then remind yourself consistently that God is honoring what you are doing. And you're going to see this happen in your life. You're going to see the blessings that come from this. And again, it doesn't mean life's going to be easy, but what it means is that when things get thrown at you, and they will, you can handle them because God is in you. And not only is he in you, but you are, in a sense, I'm going to say activating his presence in you by paying attention to his word, by being present in prayer. All of those things help us to live a more fruitful life. And so that is the challenge for us. It certainly is the challenge for me is how can I be all in? How can I be all in and not swayed by laziness, by the coziness of my bed in the morning? How can I not be swayed by doing this oh, really important thing, but not the priority, which is first to spend time with the Lord? And that's my plan. Maybe your plan is to spend time with the Lord when you get home from work every day. I don't know. The key is that each of us can make a plan. Each of us can set ourselves up in ways to be all in for God. Because that's what it means to live not lukewarm, to be all in for God. Because God is all in for you. He is so all in for you. The, the love that God gives us, the love that God has for us encompasses all of our life. And the longer I travel in this adventure of the spiritual life and growing in the spiritual life, the more I believe when my spiritual life is in order, the rest of my life is going to flow out of that because good is going to flow out of good. Good cannot flow out of bad. And I'm sure there's some other maybe analogy I could use here, but at the moment I cannot think of one. You know, it's that saying, you cannot make a, a silk purse out of a sow's ear. But of course now we make cauliflower become pizza. So I don't know. Uh, is it possible that we can make good out of bad? I don't think so. I do think we can do great things when we allow our spiritual life to be in place and what God wants it to look like. So put your spiritual house in order first, and then your life is going to flow out of that, and you're going to receive the graces to do whatever it is you need to do. And that is my prayer for all of us, is that as we begin this new year, that we are able to make a spiritual plan to be all in for God. And once we do that, I do believe that the blessings will flow out of that store of goodness that is in our hearts that we build up through prayer and by the grace of God. And then life is going to proceed at least in a, in a more orderly fashion and in a way that we are better able to handle what comes our way. That is going to be our not lukewarm challenge is that you come up with a spiritual plan for yourself. 
I don't know what it's going to look like. I will say that if you want help to come up with a spiritual plan, I would love to have an email conversation about that with you or email me and we can set up a phone call. I am very serious about that. I would love to talk to anyone who is interested in setting up a spiritual plan for themselves and to connect with you in that way. My friends, it's going to be our Not Lukewarm Challenge. Set up for yourself a spiritual plan that's going to help you to be all in, to be faithful to God. And then you will see his faithfulness all the more so. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope that you will take the time to leave a review if you like this podcast or share it with a friend or sign up for the Not Lukewarm newsletter. Have a great week. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.